Hi, it's Dr. Jen, and welcome to the first episode of the Integrative Health Podcast. So today, I just wanted to let you know for the first episode, why, my why, and a little bit more about me if you don't know me already. So I'm a double board certified doctor, which means I have a board certification in emergency medicine and also in integrative medicine. So a little bit about my story. When I was younger, my grandpa, we call him Bull, he went into the hospital for an open heart surgery or a cabbage. And I remember going to Pittsburgh and sitting in the lobby wondering if my grandpa was going to be okay. And I was probably around eight or nine or ten. And I just remember the doctor coming out and telling us he was going to be okay. And I was so happy. And after that, I really just decided I wanted to be in medicine. No one in my immediate family is in medicine. Um, I have an aunt who's a nurse. Um, But I just, I knew I wanted to go that path. And in high school, I shadowed some, a doctor, and I really started to dig in more into the profession. I went to undergraduate at Kent State University And I was pre-med and a zoology major because the upper division courses for zoology was more more applicable than um, the biology. So that's why I did that. So I then, when I was in undergrad, I took a gospel choir class and I met a doctor who took the gospel choir class at... Kent State, and she was a DO, and I shadowed her at her office, and that is when I decided I wanted to be a DO, or a doctor of osteopathic medicine, and we have the same coursework as MDs, yet DOs, you also do osteopathic manipulative medicine. Um, you do some some things that are similar to a chiropractor um, some of the muscle things and the cracking, quote unquote, or each the high velocity, low amplitude work. So we also do other things such as trigger points, Chapman's points, lots of cool things, cranial sacral therapy. So I fell in love with that. So I actually applied to a few medical schools and I decided to go to back home to Erie to do that. So I went to Lake Erie College of Osteopathic Medicine and it was actually, gosh, like God works in amazing ways and a few things happened in medical school, which I'll talk about my thyroid and then also my grandy passed away from lung cancer. So I feel like if I wasn't at home or doing rotations close to home that I really um, would have been, you know, different. So always trust the journey that we're on. And I went to medical school and my first year of medical school, we do cadaver labs and we're learning all about anatomy. And I was feeling my thyroid gland because you're supposed to be able to palpate it, of course. And as a DO, we have really good palpitation skills. I remember we were given a telephone book back when there were telephone books and we put one piece of hair, single string of hair in the middle of the book or wherever in the book and we would have to feel it 
through the pages and very cool exercise. So you don't get that in MD school. So um, DOs rock. So anyway, I was feeling my thyroid and this nodule was getting bigger. So back up to when I was in high school, my periods were very non-existent. My mother was concerned and of course they wanted to put me on birth control and my mother wanted to get my thyroid checked at first and they did an ultrasound and there were nodules. So they put me on Synthroid to try to suppress the nodule where, you know, I probably had Hashimoto's to begin with. So this is just mismanagement of my thyroid since day one. And it's crazy because my mother was such a good advocate for me. And, you know, it still there were mistakes, even with her being knowledgeable and advocating. So this is why you really need to find a doctor that is going to go the extra mile for you. So then we, I just, they did end up putting me on birth control, even though I was not sexually active, um, which that is the only reason why I want my patients on birth controls. If they're trying to prevent pregnancy, no other reason, because it's not good otherwise. And um, I, I did gain a little bit of weight. I was always really, really thin. And the hormones kind of changed my body type also. So... Anyway, so then, you know, go through undergrad. Um, I'm sure I probably had Hashimoto's, which was undiagnosed. You know, you're drinking beer, you're having pizza, lots of gluten, you know, no one ever looked for the root cause for me. So then I'm in medical school and they're like, okay, we're going to repeat the ultrasound. Then they're like, we're worried that you might have cancer. The nodule is a lot bigger. We have to rule out thyroid cancer. Still, no one has checked my thyroid antibodies or T3. I was just getting TSH and free T4 tested. So then I got a fine needle um, aspirate done to see if they could see what the cells look like. And it was inconclusive. So they're like, you need to have surgery. So it was about a month before my finals and winter break. So I decided to schedule my surgery for right after I took my final exam in medical school. Because in medical school, it's very competitive. It's very difficult. You can't just peace out for a couple of weeks. So I planned it for then. So I remember in medical school, I was drinking so much coffee because you're just studying so much and it's very intense. And I couldn't drink coffee that day because I was fasting. So I went in and I took my test and then I went off to the hospital. So they did let me take the test a little bit earlier so I could go in for my surgery. I went into surgery. They're like, well, you'll know when you wake up if you have cancer or not. And um, they did the frozen biopsy um, slices of my thyroid while I was asleep. And I woke up and they're like, good news, it's not cancer. It's Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And I'm like, what is that? Because I hadn't heard about that yet. We were just, I was just a first year medical student and they said, well, there's really nothing you can do for it. It's just an autoimmune disease. So we'll just continue you on thyroid medication. And you're, we got a lot of the thyroid Hashimoto's tissue out, but we left some of your thyroid, which now that I know what I know, that makes no sense at all. And it's beyond frustrating. That is where my passion comes from. 
So I remember after my surgery, I was completely wiped out because they took all that thyroid out. I remember I couldn't even stay awake to watch the Steelers game on my weekend off and on Christmas break. Um, they finally got me on T4 medication, Synthroid, and I was able to you know, finish up the year for medical school. So then I was researching on my own and looking that Cytomel or T3 did show some improvement because I was still on birth control. So I was still getting PMS, you know, I mean, birth control was not good for my body and no one talks about that either, but I didn't know the difference because of my medical school education. And then the, the doctors I was seeing, they, Oh, just take this. I believed in medicine. So then I went in to the endocrinologists in Erie, Pennsylvania, where I'm from and where I was going to medical school, and I begged them to put me on Cytomel because the extra T3 in these studies, it shows to help with depressive like symptoms and the mood, and not that I was depressed, but I mean, I was my HPI access was probably a mess, but no one ever talks about that in medical school. So many, if you look back at my story, there are just so many places that an integrative doctor or integrative ways or me reading, you know, a blog, which, you know, isn't as readily available back then just would have changed my trajectory. So they finally, I was in tears holding printed out studies, multiple studies of why T3 can be used. Finally, they gave it to me. So that helped a lot. I felt like it was a really game changer for me. So I went through, you know, residency and everything. And I, you know, I mean, I struggled with mood issues, you know, the stress of residency. Um, even, I don't talk about this a lot, but they had even tried to put me on Wellbutrin on and off for my premenstrual symptoms because I would get such bad mood swings, which were caused by the birth control, that you know we even dabbled in in some of those antidepressants, anti-anxiety for for that week before my cycle. And really, what I needed was to get off the birth control. So then I I got married, met my husband, went through residency, and. Here I am with pregnant and with this new baby. At the time, I was on T3 and um, T4 medications, and that drove, you know, the doctors crazy bananas that I was on a T3, but they worked with me. And I'm sitting here with this baby, and I, I wanted to breastfeed. I knew it was the best thing. I've read the literature on how it was the best thing, and... It kind of just changed my life having my son, who's now eight. I saw how I needed to put things in my body that were healthy because I was feeding him through my breast milk and that was going through him. It wasn't just about me anymore. So that just sent me down the cloth diapering, the, you know, not using perfumes, the cleaning up what we clean with you know, not drinking diet pop, margarine, you know, all of that, just it wasn't healthy. So I educated myself, educated myself. I spent 
the time at St. Charles Hospital. I was an ER doctor there, and it's kind of more, um, it's not inner city, but there's people there that would use the ER, you know, more so than going to their primary care doctor's office because of access issues. And I just kept seeing the same patients sick and taking lots of medications and still feeling bad. And I would try to talk with them about nutrition and diet. Um, and then I just saw how the medical uh, system is just failing everyone. And I'm like, you know, and I would see kids in my mom group, you know, that they they had one autistic kid and then they were doing the same thing for the second kid. And I just didn't know how to tell them. I felt like I just couldn't tell them, you know, can I help you? What, you know, do you, do you realize that you're increasing risk by doing certain things? And so then I decided I, I wasn't going to wait anymore. I was going to do an integrative medicine fellowship. And my husband was so supportive of me and my family. So I did a two-year fellowship at the University of Arizona College of Integrative Medicine, now called Dr. Weil College of Integrative Medicine. And it was life-changing even more. I brought meditation into my life. I know the evidence with botanicals and supplements. And I know that there is evidence. So people... I know a lot of conventional doctors say supplements and botanicals are snake oil. And they are insane because there's so much good evidence out there. And they just don't want to open their their minds and their heart to it. And it's a really big disservice to their patients. And to me, discrediting other things than what I learned in medical school is breaking my oath to do no harm. If there's better evidence out there, it is my job as a physician to research it and find it. My job does not end with my residency. I am always learning. And I'm not just learning, talking about CMEs, continuing medical education that we are supposed to do. I am talking about spending an hour on your weekend off, an hour on your weekday after you worked in the clinic all day and keeping up with the things that are going to help our patients because we took an oath to be a physician. And that is where you need to hold yourself accountable. And I hold myself accountable. One thing that my husband said is, you know, sometimes he wishes I did just stay only, you know, board certified in the emergency room and didn't go down this integrated medicine tangent. But it's, I, I, I can't, I can't look back. I can't change things. And I feel like this was God's plan for me is to help people this way. So that is what the integrative health podcast is about. It is about you, the listener, whether you are a physician, I'm going to open your eyes. If you open your heart and your mind to different strategies, whether you are a mother who wants better things for her children or to grow your child healthy. It is for the person struggling with a chronic illness that wants different strategies and to listen to different practitioners out there that are doing alternative integrative modalities. It's for the husbands out there, like my husband. I'm going to have him on the show and do some Q&As, just 
how he kind of did a 180 and is now reading labels and currently he's doing a 14-day liver detox and rocking it. So this podcast is from my heart to yours and I will be vulnerable on here because I think that learning from each other is how we grow and it is such a good way to learn and to communicate and to grow as a community, especially with these topics that we're talking about. So I hope you tune in. I want you to share this podcast, um, you know, write reviews, give it five stars if you love it. That will help this podcast grow. So my ask is for you to help me help this podcast grow and I will keep on working on it for you guys. Have an amazing day.